0: this is adam meister the bitcoin meister the disrupt meister welcome to the beyond bitcoin show today is may the 25th 2019 strong hand unconfiscatable bitcoin is the next bitcoin Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Oh, we'll be talking about that. Deferral of gratification. You better believe it. On this show, we talk about that. Conviction. Avoid mediocrity. Okay, all you Canadians out there, I guess you're basketball fans now. Pound that like button. All right. Check out This Week in Bitcoin. That was yesterday's show. We had two great guests on. We were talking Lolly. We were talking Edward. It was a fun time. And remember, this show is the beyond Bitcoin show. If you're new, because there are a lot of new people coming on these days on this show, I talk a little bit about Bitcoin, but then I go into subject matters like philosophy, the Meister philosophy, the strong hand philosophy, how you can save your money so you can get more Bitcoin, how you can be in motion. So you don't complain all the time and sit around and waste away. So again, check out techbalt.com to see the, this week in Bitcoin show uh, and, uh, Disruptmeister.com, all my shows, sportsmeister.com, all the podcast versions of the show. And follow me on Twitter at TechBall T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. If you have questions and you're watching this live, type in Bitcoinmeister so I see your question. Uh, try to ask questions that pertain to the subject matters, maybe a little Bitcoin, but we're going to be going beyond Bitcoin. So yeah, this shirt says Satoshi. Like Satoshi Nakamoto. Do you know who that dude is? No one knows who he is. Pound that like button. Now Here is a, an article from Fox News of all places, of all places. Just uh, AOC and Bernie Sanders want to turn the post offices into banks. Okay. Yeah. That is so old school. That is so the opposite of what the Bitcoin overlay is about, what the new world is about. Okay. The post office, come on guys. The thing that is, if that's, if there's a thing of the past, the post office is a thing of the past. There shouldn't be any po. We, we shouldn't be paying for post offices now. The t- the tax slaves of the United States of America. It's pointless. It should all be electronic. Yeah, my 96 year old grandma likes to get mail. A lot of <laughs> she still does it that way. But um, there are a lot more people who are not 96 than are 96 and over. Okay, and what this proposition create bank turn the turn the post offices in the banks government banks. I mean again. We're into Bitcoin. They're going in the complete other direction, AOC and Bernie Sanders. This just shows you how out of touch or how you do not want to get caught up in the politics soap opera because these people are living in another world. They're living in 1957, okay? Well, let's try communism. (laughs) It's going to work, sure. Yeah, uh, let's have government-run banks that are at our post office. Where is, where are they coming from on this? Again, it's all soap opera, but people are going to buy into it. Oh, haven't all the poor people, the poor people need banks and post offices. They don't need that. Okay. And this show, we're going to get into wants and needs because most Americans, they're blowing all their money on wants, not on needs. They need to prioritize. And as, I mean, government too should prioritize, but the, the whole nature of government is to waste, 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 spend, spend, spend. So there's an example right there. Don't get caught up in that soap opera. You just say, okay, I'm going to be the Bitcoin overlay. You go backwards. Go put banks in post offices. I'll send electronic money through the internet, this amazing thing called the internet, (laughs) and uh, I'll be in the Bitcoin overlay. So very interesting contrast of worlds there. Hey, but hey, she's pretty, and a lot of people follow her. (laughs) Mindless people. All right. Hey, you could be an 80%er, you will get your post offices and government run banks and you'll have to deal with that. And' you will not be in control of your own life. trust me if you' if you like that kind of thing. Moving on. This is a tweet from Matt O'Dell and this speaks to the whole, uh, you know being a government follower or being an independent thinkers, a thinker. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing so many of you, that privacy in itself is a crime. Wake up, have some self-respect and pound that like button. Yes, I added the pound that like button part, of course. <laughs> but there, it, it, you know, you, c- certain people are like, well, why do you need privacy? Why? Uh, what? I'm not doing anything wrong. You're not doing anything wrong. The government, uh, what are you trying to hide? No, 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 no. no. That, that's so backward. That's so being a, a, a follower and letting other people could No one has a right to know what you, you're doing in your personal time. No one – why should the government know how much money you have and wh- who you send money to? What the heck? They're not our masters. Well they, well, they Well, I mean, some people are in total debt. Some people are used to being debt slaves. So well, why not have another master besides the debt masters? Have, let the, the government be my other master and let them know everything about me and let me sell myself uh, to, to companies all my personal information, and I'll get a nice, uh, free, shiny thing with a pretty face on it. Now, uh, again – Privacy is, uh, it is not evil. It is something that should be cherished. And uh, don't fall into the peer pressure of, well, oh, what do you have to hide? It's not, who cares what you have to hide? Okay, it's, it's none of your business. I'm not, I'm not fitting into that meme of like, oh, who cares about privacy? What do you have to hide? All right. So something that I've been, uh, I guess, trying the last few months in terms of eating, because again, this is beyond Bitcoin show. We, we talk about health stuff. We talk about the, the crazy stuff I eat. It's not, it's not crazy. Uh, I, uh, I sometimes cook food in the pan and, and let's say it's chicken and, uh, some lamb or something like that. And I can't eat it all. So I just leave it in the pan You know, put the top on it, put it in the freezer. I'm not freezer. She's put it in the refrigerator next day. I, I bring it up. And it has a nice layer of fat on top of it, white fat. And that's the stuff that fills you up, people. Fat isn't bad. And then I eat it cold. And, my God, it's so, it tastes better cold. The chicken, the the, the sheep, the turkey, it's sitting in that fat. Oh, it tastes great, cold. And I think it fills you up faster. Hey, I'm just saying that I'm just adding that to people, you know, if, if you think you're eating too much, maybe you should eat your food cold. Uh, your let save your leftover, of course, save your leftovers. And then don't heat it up. I can eat it cold. I think it fills you up. It fills you up more. It tastes better. I think it tastes better. Hey, that's, that's just a Meister opinion there. People ask me about all my food techniques. Well, that's another technique I've been doing lately. And yeah, I, I really do think, uh, coming out of the refrigerator, <laughs> you, you know, in, in gray, embedded in that white fat and you you, co- you combine it with some onion. I got some onion there. Oh, it's, it's, it tastes very good. Very filling. All right. So let's go back to um, let's go to debt here. Oh, I see Robert Hardebeck is in the check in the chat, and I want to just say Robert and I hung out in Long Beach. What a great guy, Robert! Thank you so much for all your hospitality. Thank you for showing me around Long Beach. Long Beach is beautiful. Um, again, I'm from Baltimore, so some people might not like. Um, it's safer than Baltimore, and uh, it's uh, it, I guess it's got that uh, nitty gritty. Uh, blue collar feel to it like Baltimore does. So I always like places that kind of remind me of Baltimore, but I've been to Long Beach before, but I never got a tour of the Queen Mary, uh, which is a boat that's that's docked there, a famous boat. So uh, Robert, thank you very much. And uh, also th- again, you guys can check out me Twitter, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. I've retweeted some of the clips of me speaking at the uh, Bitcoin event in Long Beach it really was a fun time. And Gaston, thank you for pu- putting on the event. And Robert, it's great to. Robert is such a hardworking guy, too. He works 12 hour shifts at his job, like six days a week. Hopefully, he will be uh, uh, re- retired soon. He has had to learn a lot of things the hard way. And, and guys, uh, you know, this, the information I share here, so you don't have to learn some of the things the hard way that he did. Um, yeah, remember value your wealth in Bitcoin not in uh, women. Hint, hint. He had a little uh, issue with that once. So moving on, moving on. on. (laughs) Hi, Robert. Uh, Americans can't prioritize uh, uh, their their spending here. Nearly 25% of Americans are going into debt trying to pay for necessities. Uh, Americans have an average of $6,506 in credit card debt. Uh, because what happens is a lot of Americans, they see all these flashy things that they want and they spend it on the wants. They spend their, their entire salary on the want, but then they need some stuff. They need to eat. They need to eat. They need to pay for, uh, clothes. Sometimes you need to get clothes. I need to get new shoes. So they throw that on the credit card. Okay. Uh, Americans learn their some. You don't have to buy everything that's advertised on TV. Uh, it's just I can't believe a lot of people like despise marketers, and I don't. I love marketers, but I don't fall for it. Okay, it's a way to spread the word. I think there's some people out there they just like they see an advertisement, they like right. They do. I must buy. I must buy. Must get the Coca Cola. Must get the uh, the shiny new car. The shiny new pants. The it's ridiculous. It's a, it's just a simple matter of prioritizing and understanding what a want is. And what a need is, okay? And it's just like we live in such a wealthy, comfortable country, the most powerful country in the history of mankind. The people have lost complete track of this. And they, they, they don't know what a want and a need is anymore. I mean, which shows you that, hey, it's a great time to be alive if people can get that lost in reality and lose complete track of reality. Again, okay, so – and, again, it's the cost of fitting in. That's that. It's the co- – people – uh, they 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 prioritize wants over needs because they want to fit in and fitting in is totally overrated. It gets you in the debt and these situations these situations you're not able you end up a person saying ah oh, I don't have any money extra money for Bitcoin Adam how did you do it how did you save money I didn't buy ridiculous things <laughs> I didn't buy everything that I saw advertised on TV in fact I stopped watching TV like five years ago basically um, but I don't fall for things I see on the street too there's a lot of flack. Here in L.A., every new movie is advertised. When was the last time I paid to see a movie? When was, the last, it was The last time I was paid to see a movie was when I was valuing my wealth in women, which was quite a long time ago. Um, all right. All right. Moving in. So, again, more on the cost of fitting in. This is an amazing tweet. Okay? Th- these were the people complaining about why are they, they are in debt. They want debt uh, holidays. Okay? And they have no one to blame but themselves. Why, and this is why – I'm in great shape financially, because I don't spend like this. And why 80 percenters are not. This is the life of an 80 percenter What I'm about to share with you. And she says, I'm curious what people my age are currently paying for bills slash essentials. I'll start, phone, $180 a month, car insurance, $235 a month, student loans, $320 a month, health insurance, $95 a month, car payment, $563 a month, subscription services. $172 a month. Meal prep service, $200 a month. Gas, $100 a month. So almost $1,900 a month on most of that stuff, which is completely wretched and and, and wasteful. Now, let me tell you, Adam Meister doesn't have a phone. Adam Meister doesn't have a car. Adam Meister doesn't have a student loan. Adam Meister doesn't have health insurance. Adam Meister doesn't have a car payment. Uh, Adam Meister doesn't know what a subscription service even is. Adam Meister doesn't have a meal prep service because he knows how to make himself his own food. How how, how spoiled can you be? You need to pay someone like two hundred dollars a month for meal prep service. Gasoline—I don't spend anything because I don't have a car. So that's zero dollars to that person's nineteen hundred dollars, and that person would be the first person that says, "Oh, Adam, how do you how do you afford to live in Airbnbs and not have a full-time house in Baltimore and 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 buy Bitcoin?" No, it's because I don't spend like a maniac like you do, lady, and. Check out that thread. It is linked to below. Everything I talk about in this video is linked to below. But look at that thread. Look at the other stories, people, sh- other expenses people sell uh, share on there. Okay, completely ridiculous. So a lot of people, um, <laughs> someone says health insurance ninety five dollars a month. Where? Good, good point there, uh, Moonfuel. Good, 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 real point. You, you're absolutely right. Ninety five five dollars for health insurance a month seems pretty cheap. She maybe she gets part of it through her. Um, where she works, because you're absolutely right. Health insurance, if I was paying health insurance, it's like over $400 a month. I just gave it up. What the, I mean, I'm healthy, I know what I'm doing here. And I'm not even in the United States half the darn time, more than half the time. So what's my health insurance gonna do me in Israel? Not, not too well. Anyway, but, but besides that, um, story time. People like to hear some, on the show, on the Beyond Bitcoin show, sometimes people are entertained by some of my funny stories from Baltimore in the past. So I'm going to share you just a, a funny story I was thinking about the other day. Now, uh, a lot of you know I'm not a big fan of dogs. I, I like cats. I actually now prefer not to have any animals around me. But I do like cats more than dogs, okay? And uh, some dogs don't like me. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, when I'm running on the street, I, I hate running into a, a person walking their dog. Um, they, they they Usually, they, 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 they're they not holding it very tight, and it, it ju- tries to jump on you, and People are very irresponsible with their dogs when they're walking them. Okay, in, in America at least, they let they defecate everywhere. They don't pick it up, um, and I will say this: men seem to be a little bit more uh, in control of their dogs. Uh, women don't realize that the dog can jump away. They, they don't have the strength. They, they're not prepared to hold the thing back. Okay, but and, and this story kind of pertains to that a little bit. Uh, so when I owned my house uh, quite a few years ago now. Uh, in uh, reservoir hill it was three floors and i lived on it was three units and i lived in the second floor unit and the third floor unit um a, a woman lived in a girl she was younger than me and she's a, a friend of mine and um it could get hot in the summer in baltimore and she had a dog she had a big dog who didn't like me at all i mean i think the dog bit me in the butt once okay and so the dog did, did, didn't like me at all and was, his name was luca luca the uh, half pit bull half german shepherd okay So there there was a little joke about the german side why he didn't anyway so so uh why he didn't like me but that's just not for now but uh so one hot summer day it was so hot it was so hot and i i'm just in my place on my computer sitting in my boxers no shirt on and i hear above me i hear but was my my unit extended out further so the third floor unit could walk uh, on top of my roof and i heard all this i heard water and i heard footsteps and Laughing. I don't know. I was like, what the heck is going on up there? I got to go check what's going on up there. And so I, I go up, just wearing my boxers, literally just going, living my box, walking up there in my boxers, walk up the fire escape. And I see the girl is up there and she's in her bikini. She's got the water and the hose. She's wetting herself, jumping around, wetting the dog, dancing around. The dog is dancing and the dog sees me. Okay. And the dog starts sprinting toward me on top, on a wet roof, okay? And I'm on a fire escape, a wooden fire escape, which, of course, I had never updated, which was from the prior owner. So it was always scary to walk up this fire escape, too. So Luca the dog, the half-German shepherd Pitbull is flying toward me. And I know, oh, my God, this is not going to end well at all. So sure enough, he could not stop himself because the roof was wet. And he comes flying, flying toward me. Oh, you know, onto the fire escape, out of control. He's totally out, of, and he's a big dog. So yeah, I, I, I catch him kinda, and he's one hoof hits my head, another hoof goes down my boxer hole, and it's like down there with my, rah, 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 and it starts to like de pants me almost. Okay, but I'm like, this is a living thing. I don't like this living thing at all. But I'm gonna save it. Okay, so caught. I caught. I, I, it's, it's. I mean, it's, it's touching my. You know what? It's ripping into my head he totally got calm he, he 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 was in my arms and he just stopped because he knew i think he realized that you know he was going to die that he, that he was out of control but usually this dog was totally wild around me but for a few seconds there he's just he's kind of in my head and she comes running to are you all right adam are you all right and i was like yeah I'm i mean i'm like taking his hoof out of my pants touching my whatever and, you know, then my, my, the top of my head was bleeding and stuff because the, the foot went across. So you got to go to the hospital. Of course, I don't need to go, go to the darn hospital. I'm not paying for ridiculous seeing me at the hospital. Just got a little cut in my head or whatever. So, yeah, Luke, Luke got Luca off of me. I saved this dog's life, all right, the dog I didn't like at all. Girls in bikinis on my roof, me half naked, dogs hoofed down my pants. That was Baltimore. That was my life at that house. It, it, there were many fun stories like that. Um, and, uh, luckily I was not hurt and the dog was also, the dog was also fine. Uh, amazing. Amazing. man. Pound that, like button. So that's a, a, a story from some of my uh, old Baltimore days, way before Bitcoin, uh, when I was a party animal to say the least. And, uh, but still I don't like dogs anyway. And I don't think Luca, Luca is now, uh, I think he's deceased at this point point. and the girl, she's, she's still alive. She's, uh, she's not in Baltimore anymore. All right, so let's talk about uh, <laughs> story time, story time. Okay, that's that's over. Story time part of the show is over. Uh, I noticed uh, Omar uh, Crypto, he was also at the event. And he, d- he did a video interview of me, and he put it on his channel, which is very nice of him. And I, of course, checked out the video. And some people were like, oh, Adam, Adam and Omar are on the same channel. And I, uh, I started reading some of the comments. And it just, it is amazing how people can come up with false memories. (laughs) There's one guy saying he remembers my libertarian videos I used to make before I made Bitcoin videos, which is like a total false memory. Check out the archives. I made Baltimore videos before I made Bitcoin videos, okay? And I I was, you know, there's always been a little bit of, I mean, these shows are the most libertarian shows that I have. And I didn't start doing these shows until like a year ago. And then you have another guy saying, Oh yeah, Adam, isn't he the guy that sold his Dash masternode? Dash Masternode? I mean, Bitcoin Meister? Where are you I mean, so this is my point. They are so and they you know, it's funny, the guy that, that had the, the false memory of me being a liber- having libertarian videos uh before I made Bitcoin videos, He said, Oh, I've been watching Adam since before he made Bitcoin videos. Before twenty thirteen, you were watching me, dude. You're not even from yeah, sure. Again, and, and these are and these are the same. That guy is a guy who has come come up with the most wild of conspiracy theories. Okay, I'm not I'm not going to embarrass who the guy is, but again, it, it just shows you, internet people can say things. They can they can think they they are telling the truth. False memories are all over the place out there. Be very careful, people. Be very careful. Go to the horses now. Try to uh you know. Watch the real videos. We're going to get that in a second with some accusations that were made against ben, ben Shapiro. But, yeah, false memories are like the norm on the Internet. But there's just a lot of short-term thinkers out there, so a lot of guys that aren't into thinking and just they, they believe certain things and they want you to fall into their narrative and they want to think of you in, in a certain way. Uh, uh, something that I've, I heard the other day on uh, – I forgot. What's this racist channel? On Thinking Ape's channel. Uh, this This basic premise. Don't become your illness. Don't get stuck. Don't, don't become your label. A lot of people, um, on, on the serious side, they, they, might be, uh, they might have a hard time falling asleep. And they become obsessed with that. And that is what they become. Everything revolves around that, their illness. And you become depressed. You get stuck that way. Another thing, don't become your label. A lot of people, they value being a Democrat so much. And then everything they do in life revolves around being a Democrat and showing the world that they're a Democrat. It's a complete waste of time. Do not get stuck in, under a label, whether it be because you just end up. You, you can be, you, you can believe in a certain uh, type of, uh, you can have certain problems. You can have a certain philosophy, but just don't become that. Don't become it where everything you you see everything in that light. You um, everything you do, you want to fit in to that label. You want to make sure that everything that you're doing the right. Everything that you say fits under that label. The way you. Um, I take the way you criticize people is is because of that label you, you become obsessed with it and you become stuck you're not in motion so yeah don't get don't get stuck don't become your label don't become your illness especially because we do th- there are a lot of sick people who are sick uh, and maybe they have mental problems maybe they have physical problems what well, you, you should try to overcome those things try to overcome those things try to find solutions to them instead of like it's, it's sad. It's sad how people get stuck in their illnesses. Anyway. So someone last week, I talked about Propecia, the, how I, you know, you, people like men buy Propecia to regrow their hair. And I do know, I, I definitely know someone and I have read stories about people where it drops your testosterone level in, in, in a very bad way. And that people end up You know, guys who want to regrow their hair—that's a serious step, Um, and and they really want to regrow their hair. But the ones who fall into that depression uh, caused by the lack of testosterone, caused by under certain circumstances, they don't even care about their hair anymore. That's that's how much this affects them in a negative way. Now, someone commented in the comments section that the propitia has been very good for him, and yes, I also know men that the Propecia has totally worked for them, okay? But again, if it's only, and some people say it's 1% of the male population is gonna have an effect where it lowers their testosterone and they're gonna become depressed. And then people say that you can recover from that if you stop taking the Propecia. I have heard from men that have not been able to, well, i read online from dudes who say they have not been able to recover from it. And this is a serious, serious matter, low T, is a real thing it brings depression avoid soy foods also okay but um for me it would not be worth it to to i would t- definitely try natural um mechanisms before going on something that could lower your testosterone It could get you into a situation where you would become depressed because again people are uh, gen- over the, the, the general population so i've heard is experiencing low testosterone for a lot of reasons and not getting off the couch you know you, your testosterone you keep it up by exercising by eating healthy by not eating soy food by not do, doing drugs by not drinking by by a lot of things and, and we are in this spoiled society where people are eating a lot of soy where people are just sitting around playing video games uh, every day and uh so keep your tea keep, keep your tea levels up it's something to monitor um if you are ever feeling depressed and you're in your 30s or 40s or 50s you might want to get that checked out and then you might want to become active again. And again, I cannot recommend Propecia, but I will, I will tell the truth. There are guys; it does totally work for, and there are no side effects. How long has uh, it's finasteride? Is, is the, the the real name of the drug? Finasteride. How long have have men been using that to regrow their hair? What are the long term effects? It it hasn't. It's only been. It's been less than twenty years. I think it's been out maybe maybe only fifteen years. I don't know. Uh, but what are the fifty year results on a guy who starts taking Propecia? when he's uh, 29. I, I don't know. I get another thing with, with baldness. And again, a lot of you are going to say, Adam, it is easy for you to say this. And I guess it is. Um, A lot of guys just think if I lose all my hair, I'm not going to get any women. I'm not going to get any women. You d- Just don't, don't think that. There are plenty of women that will like you that are bald. Okay. Don't value your wealth in women that much so that you're willing to make yourself get sick over it. Okay. And again, I do, I, and no matter what I say, there are going to be guys that are going to worry about losing your hair. It is a natural thing. It's it's because of your testosterone. You're a man. Um, it's, it's better to have uh, testosterone than, than not to have it. Uh, so here we go. Jojo Wave says, Bitcoin Meister, do, did you know that long distance running can decrease testosterone as well? Yes. Yes, I did. Jojo Wang. That's why you cannot. Out, you, that's why I, part of the reason I did cut it down. Um, you, there are, if you do more than twenty-five miles a week, there can be problems. Um, there's no benefits after twenty-five miles a week, okay? And I'm sure that's probably when you start running into the probably a little bit of testosterone issues too. Who knows? I don't want to. I don't want to fight on over twenty-five miles a week. I run twenty miles a week, which that, that's not really long distance. But the truth of the matter is, Jojo Wang, if you do with running. If you do interval training, where you just do sprints, that does increase your HGE, your, your human growth, uh, HGH, excuse me, your HGH, and your testosterone. HGH plays a role in testosterone, I believe. I don't want to, I'm not a doctor, but I also do interval training. every At least once a week, I, it's my sprint day. I, I sprint 15 times in a row, as hard as I can, 70 yards, okay? And you own, to do interval training properly, with sprinting, you only need to do it eight times in a row. Okay. And depending how old you are, you don't even have to do it that much. It'll, it'll help, it'll help your uh, testosterone and stuff. So again, you look at, um, the sprinters versus the, the long-term, the, the, the marathon runners, and you see the difference. The sprinters are thicker men. They're thicker men. They pumped up their testosterone. These guys who run marathons all the darn time, they're very skinny and they go, they clearly don't, do not have as much testosterone. Uh, so you, your your point is valid there. Your your point is valid, and I don't I don't run marathons. I don't do any There's other other reason I don't run a marathon is because after twenty miles, you uh, there starts to be a minor heart damage which you recover from like once the race is over. But every so often a person will die from from a marathon. They'll be totally healthy after those first twenty miles because they'll they'll damage their heart and. A little bit too much, and they won't recover, and they'll just have a heart attack and die. Uh, so I you know people do ask me, Adam, do you run? Do you run? Rate? No, I don't run races. I just run twenty miles a week, um, and I, I don't consider that really long distance running. And of course, uh, I make sure I do my interval training and, uh, once a week, and I do uh, I do exercises every single day that involve you know losing your breath, like type of uh, that. That's the stuff that increases your testosterone. These quick, these quick exercises, real quick stuff. Uh, that you, you lose your breath, uh, real quick, you know? Um, but like the, the, what is, uh, I think again, the longest is running. You're not losing your breath. It's just this continual breaking down, I guess. like I, I cannot explain it, uh, scientifically there. You please look it up. People D- don't, don't rely on me. Look it up online. You can, you can read the difference between long distance runners and, and sprinting, but very, very good question there. You follow the rules and you ask the question that pertain to the subject matter. So I, um, I, I commend you on that. Very, thank you very much for that question, uh, Jojo. Now, uh, we talked about the false memories and uh, we talking about the Propecia. Uh, we'll talk about that next time. I, I, I want to say Ben Shapiro, um, yesterday on Twitter, I noticed that all these people were ripping on him for some quote. And so then I, I, I watched the actual show taking completely out of context. 80%ers on Twitter, on social media, and you can love or hate Ben Shapiro. That's not the point of what I'm, I'm sharing right now. People just love to take these quotes out of context and, and go wild at them on them on social media to get themselves attention. Okay. And it's it's slander. It really is slander. So you people be very careful when you see these things trending. I mean, most of the time, I think. People will just take a quote out of uh, context just to, to get, get hits on Twitter. It's, it's hysterical. It just shows the hy- hysterical reactionary world that we live in today. And people are rewarded. They get Twitter followers that way. Be a 20 percenter. Don't play that game. You don't have to. You can be in the Bitcoin over there. You don't have to get into this uh, hysterical uh, w- overreaction world that, that dominates social media. Wait, how many sats per byte for a transaction fee? Fees are high, says Corey K. $2 he sent. Corey K, you are incorrect. They're not high. They are high if you if you need to. Do you need to send the stuff right now? Follow Tone Bay's. I'm gonna talk about this on tomorrow's show, Corey K. So thank you for the two dollars. But go to Tone Bay's um, Twitter feed right this second and go to the bet he had with King of the Trolls and tone base was able to send a a, send a a, some bitcoin for like five cents and it took 12 hours or something like that and king of the trolls bet him like five thousand dollars you can do it it right the people who say that are fighting on bitcoin if you if you need to send something right now and i don't know who needs to send something right now then you pay whatever three dollars or whatever it is which isn't i mean for for a fifty thousand dollar transaction that isn't very much i mean um, no. So there is no problem. For me, right now, there is no problem with the cost of sending Bitcoin at all. And um, you don't have to do it as cheap as Tone did it either. But for those of you that are interested in that type of FUD, go to Tone's Tone Bases feed right now and see what happened. See what happened there. Okay. Mem- Mempool only has three millibacks, millib- MBs of uh, transactions. 25 SATs should do it, um, says, says Jake. Yeah, I mean, again... I have had I've had to send things uh, relatively recently, and there were no no problems. This is this is the thing, Corey K. This this is all cyclical. When Bitcoin was rising back in 2016, and especially in 2017, that this was the FUD that people were throwing out there, and and it's just starting again. And amazingly enough, it's king of the trolls again. Amazing, isn't it? <laughs> he just never, he just doesn't stop. I mean, he's a broken record and people are going to fall for it. So maybe Bcash will pump again. Enough 80 percenters believe him. Um, But no, we've been through this before. This time around, we've got Segwit. We've got the Lightning Network. Let's see. But again, do we live in a world where people need to use Bitcoin to buy coffee and they need to send it immediately? So the barista that you're drooling at all day, that you're only buying the coffee because you'd like to drool at her, that, that, that we live in a world where you need where she needs to get it immediately no she doesn't need to get bitcoin immediately and she's not going to get it from you immediately but she's never going to get it from you but she'll pretend she you, you'll get it from you. That that's how she leads you on and you spend that you you you. There are guys out there that are ridiculous enough that they no no no. I need to spend my five dollars worth of Bitcoin on my barista. I need to impress her because she'll wink at me and, and touch me or something. No guys, we, we don't live in that world yet where Bitcoin is needed for where uh, Bitcoin is even wanted for transactions like that at all. Where it's you you, where the uh, the seller needs the Bitcoin right away. It's again, but we they're building the Lightning Network, which will solve that uh, issue when when that comes around. I do not know when people are going to want to sell, spend crypto for little things or when businesses are going to want crypto for little things, when the baristas that you're wasting your time on are going to want to be paid that way. Um, now, of course, once the barista uh, moves up in the world and is uh, has wasted all her life on uh, Chad uh, and, he, uh, and he has left her, then she actually will need Bitcoin for the next business she's in the, that involves privacy and the tricks that she's... Uh, turning. Anyway, pound that like button because you shouldn't be pounding her once she gets into that business. Now, moving on. uh, And and by the way, I love that I can say all this stuff. You can't take my Bitcoin. You can't fire me. And dudes who don't like this, who like to tweet out that Adam Meister says things like this, please be my guest. Quote everything that I just said, put it into your own video and put it out there on uh, Twitter or on social media and say, "Oh, Adam Meister says these uh, politically incorrect things about women. Go ahead, make my day. It will. it will bring many more people here, and many more people will find out about the Bitcoin overlay and what this really means. It means having a store of value where you can say anything you want to, where you can go anywhere you want to, and hey, if you think and, and if you think it's for uh, daily transactions, hey, I, this is this is where the big boys play. You can think that yourself. Anyway, moving on. Um, let's see. Because it's funny because there are there still are people out there who, who try to threaten you that way. Look, ooh, you you said that. I'm gonna spread the word again. Go ahead, make my day. I it's not like I don't know what I'm saying. Do you not know what you're saying when you make a video? I know exactly what I'm saying. Okay, when I'm talking about women, I don't care. I don't care. Put it out there. Any even my friend put it out. The guys want to hear this. The people want to hear the truth. They want to see someone who has true freedom, who doesn't worry about getting fired and all that and being shamed and not fitting in. I am living the life. So again, I encourage everyone who thinks that I'm such a big bad meanie saying things about women. Poor women. Put it out there. Put it out there. Get me kicked off of you. It doesn't matter. You can't take the Bitcoin baby. You can't stop the Bitcoin Meister. It is freedom. Pound it. All right. Now moving on. Uh, God, I don't even want to get How long has this been? This show has been 34 minutes now. Um, okay. Everything is not for everyone. How about this? Yeah. Everything is not for everyone. That is something that I thought about lately. You know, there's a lot of people that are, uh, evangelized. They proselytize their, their religions and stuff. They don't get that concept, you know, They might think Christianity is the best thing in the world and they got to spread it to the whole world. But guess what? It's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. There's so many people that think, you know, just because they do something a certain way, it's for everyone. I realized with Bitcoin, it's not going to be for everyone. 80% are going to do what they're going to do, okay? They're going to want to fit in, you know? Fitting in definitely is not for everyone either, which is great. But there's a whole lot of people that are fitting in. But there are people like me who don't want to fit in anymore, who like freedom. Freedom isn't for everyone, okay? So you know, don't if someone's not accepting what you're talking about, don't force it on others. Don't don't proselytize. Don't don't say you must convert, you must convert, and everything, and something like that. So yeah, not everything is for everyone, um, but there's, there's a positive side to that too. So you don't get stuck trying to convince people because not everyone is going to live a happy life. Okay, um, there there again, there are those control freaks out there that think everyone should be equal. No, equality is not for everyone. It's not for if if everyone was equal, there would be an amazing, you would be forcing every you'd be forcing that on everyone. And it's not for everyone. People can enjoy themselves any way they want to. Remember that just because someone is um and that's not in the United States, we have 50 states, we have 50 places to experiment. So in one state, you might be able to kill your kid or whatever. And again, that isn't for me. Killing your kid that inside of you, you know, killing your baby, that is not for me at all. I, I am totally against that. I'm totally against any type of killing. But apparently in some states, they think that's awesome. So they can do that there. And then, you know what, if you don't like that, I mean, it, it is horrible. You, you killing is bad, but you and your state, you do your thing where they, they, they're, 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 we have experiments. But there are some people who think like, well, I want to be able to kill a baby in every state. No, I mean, it's not, it's not for everyone, dude. It's not for everyone. And again, I, I, I want to stress out there, that it is morally wrong, and that you should say, you know what, I am totally against this. I am moving out of the state. It, you know, if you if your feelings are that strong, on it, then you move out of the state. You're not going to support them anymore, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Now I, again, it, it there's only a certain there's only a certain amount of time you can waste though on the people who want to you know kill their babies and stuff. There's only a certain amount of time you can waste on that. Uh, and, and to try to convince them is they're going to kill their babies. They're going to do it. It's, it's horrifying. Yeah, it is horrifying. But again, but on, on, again, that is the most extreme side of things. That not every everything is for everyone. All right. Okay. Moving on. Uh, all right. That's that's for another. Uh, there are a lot of people out there. So many doomers. So many doomers. You know, when they when they talk about the problems of the world today and the economic problems, and they're like, and the only answer for the government. The only answer for the government is to go to war. We are on the wor- verge of war. They always go to war to solve the problem, dudes. If you've got that mentality where you're just waiting for the end of the world and waiting for the next war, you're you are so not in motion. It's, it's no, that isn't the solution to everything, and that isn't the default of government. Okay, I don't like government very much. I definitely. I, I mean, you just saw that I don't. I don't like uh, you know so, some of the beliefs of some people in government in, in terms of babies and everything, but. Um, no, they, they, their default of every is not to like, oh, well, everything's going wrong with the economy. Let's go to war. No, they've got other much simpler ways like printing the dollar into oblivion. Um, 80%ers fall for anything. All right. So there's a lot more uh, peaceful solutions they have. Now, again, it involves theft. Taxation is theft. Um, inflation is theft, obviously. But it's not always... Oh God, I can't do anything. Oh, it's so bad. Everything's leading up to the next big war. It's not, dudes. It's not. It's it, it's not. And don't worry about it. You're wasting your time. What you should be doing is getting emotion, being productive, getting your Bitcoin, and not worrying about these doom scenarios. People get caught in. They love to hear doom scenarios. They love to watch doom channels. It's it's just a waste. And I think a lot of people end up regretting it after after 10 years, um, or five years. So uh, Jake McKay said, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Meister, great point. Visa takes a month plus to clear for merchants. Yeah, that is a that's a good point. Um, can't stop the Meister, Dean said. Yes, you can't stop the Meister. There was a song that oh god, it sounded like that. Eh. What was it? Uh, I can't. I can't. I guess from my day <laughs> anyway. Um, but but so we got that that type of doomer, which is more associated with like a with a guy in his 30s or 40s or 50s just like, you know, stacking, just waiting for the end. And not be. But young people, they are doomers now also. Young people blame climate change for their small 401k balances. Now, first of all, um, who cares about 401ks? If you're a young person, First of all, you shouldn't be obsessed with climate change that you think the world is going to end and that you have no future and that you should just spend, spend, spend. That's just as bad as the doomers. That's just as bad as the doomers. You're just coming up with excuses of why you're not productive, of why you're not saving, okay? It's, it's just this climate change thing that people are taking way too seriously. Many young people today think civilization may not exist when they're when they're of retirement age. Here are ways to get them to invest for the future. Now this article, no, 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 no. They don't give good ways to invest for the future. Okay. People have to realize they cannot make excuses for, and that they, that we live in this very comfortable society and that, you know, safe, be a long, be a true long-term thinker. Don't get caught up in this paranoia. Like, oh, long-term, there is no long-term. No, there is a long-term make a plan for success. Don't use like oh well, the world will be flooded in 50 years so I'm not gonna ha- I'm not gonna save a thing now again don't get in the 401k get in the bitcoin get in the that's your long term play there and uh, hey if you still want to make uh, climate change your your hobby or whatever you're, you're free to do that okay don't let it put you into the situation that this article is talking about you become a doomer you become you're not in motion you're so worried you're not saving and you just go into debt and you just blame climate change on the whole thing which is completely ridiculous. All right. The Having Show sent me 20 Norwegian krona. The next 20 years of Bitcoin supply video is out. Good dude. Thank you very much for the 20 krona Norwegian krona. Watch The Having Show. He is t- he obviously has a show about the next 20 years of Bitcoin supply which of course I am very excited about. Um and again, I get excited by savings. So should you. So people don't get excited by savings. They want the big flashy stuff. Again, those are the 80 percenters. They can go where They can have the flashy sets and graphics and the, uh, the baristas and, and all that stuff. Just drooling. Um, just falling for anything the baristas tell them to do. It's, it's just Guys, you are pathetic. You The guys who fall for that are pathetic. And again, that's why I, I commend women. Women aren't going to fall for the barista thing. So women, this is your opportunity. Again, I said this on a previous show. You buy the Bitcoin that the uh, the guys that just drool over internet baristas throw their Bitcoin at. Okay, You buy the Bitcoin that they, they're they they're giving away to, to get ridiculous ICOs or whatever they're trading in. Or, or for like a second to look at the cheek of a, a, of a barista on YouTube. But anyway, having show, I am excited about the next 20 years. Um, I talked about, I guess, I believe it's what, in the year 2032 or 2036, that every day, there are only going to be like 56 new Bitcoin produced. So by that point, if you have like 57 Bitcoin, my God, you'll have more uh, Bitcoin to your name than is produced, uh, new Bitcoin is produced in a day. Maybe you talk about it that in your show. People should check out your channel because I uh, I admire uh, you, you focusing on sound money type aspects of Bitcoin, the, the golden hold aspects of Bitcoin. And Brian uh, Moore says, love this video. Dude, pound that like button if you love this video. I love that you love this video, dude. Pound it. All right. <laughs> now we'll talk about that next time. Um, oh, now we'll talk about Beto. Beto, I I made some predictions about Beto. I thought he was going to be the hottest, greatest thing if he entered the, uh, the race. And guess what? I was wrong. I was wrong. He got outplayed. He was too white. He was too white. Um, he, you know, he again, his, he was trying to pretend to be Hispanic. That was a really good take on, on him because, you know, you know, to pretend you're a victim, pretend you're a minority, and everything that's really cool today. Everybody needs to be a victim. Everybody needs to be a minority. And he, I thought he was going to be able to pull that off because most people just look at his name, they think he's Hispanic. You know, he's Irish. Well, he got outplayed by Pete. Pete, uh, what, what's the, the mayor of South Bend? Mayor Pete. Um, mayor Pete is gay. So that beats. Even though Mayor Pete is pure white, um, he is gay, and so this has propelled him way past Beto. Beto is getting destroyed by this guy. There's no room for Beto when you got Mayor Gay May Pete, Mayor Pete out there. Okay, so that that's the big thing right now. Uh, and Mayor Pete is a very he's a very smart guy. He he was in the army. He gets to do. I mean, he planned. I mean, he's clearly this has been his dream to run for a very high office. He's planned his life this way. And again, Mayor Mayor Pete clearly was a long-term thinker as as a young guy. I mean, he, he he's planned this out very nicely. And uh, he's, he's only the, ma- the mayor of freaking South Bend, Indiana, for God's sakes. And he's, um, he might become the next vice president of the United States. I mean, he's not going to become the next president of the United States. But um, he could, I guess. Gr- greater chance that he's the next uh, the next uh, vice president, though. Because, he, again, that's his, his whole uh, his uh, pitch, his gimmick. And it's nothing but a gimmick, is that he's gay and he was in the Army and he's, and, and he's smart. Now, he's smart is a good thing. But most people overlooked that. And again, he's good. He's a, he's a total politician. He says all the right things at the same time. He pandered to Al Sharpton, which is a total disgrace. Um, but yeah, whatever. He knows he knows what to do to to win that uh primary. So he's gonna be he's you're gonna be hearing about Mayor Pete for a while. And so Mayor Pete got hey, I was wrong about uh Beto. You 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 beat me on that one, Mayor Pete. You you, you definitely uh. So, hey, you know, you throw out theories. That's the thing with politics, people. Don't get too much into it. It is a soap opera. But I did introduce most of you to Beto back in September, and you got to see that phenomenon, how he almost, how the media, or back in August maybe it even was, I don't know, how he almost beat Ted Cruz, which was amazing onto itself, that he was pumped to that level, the media jumped. And, again, it just shows you who the media gets into. The media wants a story. They want a gimmick. Uh, and this uh, Mayor Pete gimmick, they're, they're, really, they're into it right now. And guess what? Someone else could come up with a better gimmick between here, here and uh, – because we got a long time before the elections, um, unfortunately. I know it's not that long in months, but the way the media makes a soap opera out of this and can waste your time with it, and I've just wasted too much of your time with it, um, it, it can seem like very long. So, again, who cares who they nominate? Um, you are in the Bitcoin overlay, so it will not affect you, but do not get caught too caught up in it. Do not get too caught up in it. All right. So here's another be in motion thing. Now nah, I'll share it, share this for another time. There's some things that are going to be linked to below. They're going to be like, Wait, Adam didn't talk about in this show. I'll, I, I got to say, I, this show has went way too long at this point. So, um, we'll talk about that in a, a second. Um, what is this other one here? Uh, I'll, I'll end it with these two things. This is a, a, a thread on Twitter called "Oh Joy." I'm going to talk about joy. People out there like the joy that I bring. I am a joyous person. I gotta say, I, I try to. I, I put a happy spin on a lot of things. And I I do enjoy life. I do. Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy. And I think there's a lot of people out there that don't have a joyous vibe to them. Whether a lot of people in politics. There's just a lot, a lot of people that don't have a positive outlook on life, and try to try to make yourself more joyful. How about that? Um, and, and try to listen to people. And again, there are some people that you know. There's some steer, serious people to listen to. I have no problem with stoicism. We were going to talk about this that this show, but I'll talk about it next time. You know, to be emotionless. You know, when you're trying to learn facts, that's great. It's great not to have those type of distractions. But there are a lot of people who like to put a negative spin on things, and, and they don't bring joy. And, and Again, the doomers. So hey, this is a little tip. You know, you don't have to be happy all the time, but it's good to have uh, joyous sunglasses, I guess, to, to bring some joy into your life. And if you ever need a little uh, injection of, of joy, watch my videos. I, tr- I try to keep it positive. And again, I can get emotional. I can get a, uh, I can get a little angry here and there, and everything like that, and add a little uh, pizzazz to the show. But I always get that big smile on my face. And uh, yeah, I think it, I, I'm happy that it makes other people happy. People have told me that. Uh, that I've, I've uh, added some joy to their life. So hey, it's good. You you can do it too. Spread spread it. It, it. it is good to be positive. Because if you're not joyous, then you don't you're not gonna be positive about the future. You're not gonna think you have a future, you're not gonna be in motion at all. And here we go. This is my uh my last part of the having show, Senator 20 corona. He said 0.78 BTC block reward in 2032, strong hand. Yes, that. That that was part of what I was uh, talking about that, about that. Um, Strong hand indeed. So the thing I want to end it with today, though, is a thread from uh, Becoming a Force. I don't know, but it's it's a good one. It's called, it's on on, uh, Twitter, Become a Quitter. Now, that doesn't sound good, but let me explain what he says. Become a Quitter. Quit playing the victim. Quit blaming circumstances. Quit getting inebriated. Quit the news media, quit lying to yourself, quit the facade, quit sugar, quit porn, quit TV, quit filling your life with garbage, clear out some space for greatness. Pound that like button people. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. I wanna say one more thing. There are a lot of people that were into the whole Shemitah thing. There was a guy um, who's into a lot of conspiracy theories who talked about Bitcoin at one point, but then started pumping a bunch of altcoins. And in 2016, he, he made up something called the Shemitah, which is taken from, from the Old Testament. And oddly enough, today in synagogue, the, the, the Torah portion was about the Shemitah, about the real Shemitah, which was simply like every 50 years you forgive debts or you do something about the farm. The, it's the dude totally twisted it to make videos to scare people. That the world was going to basically end in 2016 which it did not but another thing that is talked about in this torah portion today earlier today was idol worship and you know you should not worship idols and i found it quite ironic because all the people that believe the nonsense shemitah stuff the doom and gloom shemitah stuff that this guy was selling they were treating him like an idol they worshipped him like an idol there are so many guys who make these scary videos they want you to fear them this and you end up worshiping them you have to come back to them every every video what's the latest scare what's the latest scare my my idol tell me tell me what to do tell me what to worry about and again i i find it quite ironic that the guy who twisted around the whole shemitah who never bothered to, to read the torah portion and to know that the shemitah does no longer applies and whatever that he he didn't get catch the uh, whole part about idol worship is, uh, and that he, he himself uh, caused others to treat him like an idol and to worship him. And so many of the people who treated that guy down in Mexico like an idol, like a king, like such a knowledgeable thing, they were not in motion. They got stuck. They ended up living in fear. And I hope they've broken out of that spell and are in motion and don't worship the doom idol anymore. Pound that like button. I'm Adam Meister. Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel. Like this video. Share this video. Check out the links below. Worship no idols. I'm Adam Meister. Pound it. See you guys later. And I'll say hi to you in the chat. And yeah, that means cults. That means guys who claim to be this guy here, Satoshi. Don't go treating them like idols and worshiping them. Seems like a lot of people have a hard time doing that. See ya. Bye.